The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Finally, this morning, from the meaningful to the immortal, ever since the 1400s, portraits have been used to mark lives, mostly for people of some means, to make sure that their image lives on. This week, our National Gallery unveiled a beautiful portrait of author Marion Keyes by artist Margaret Corcoran. But what's it like being a portrait artist? She from McQueen has been brushing up on the situation. I was drawn before I could write my own name. My mum always said she knew I was going to do something with a pen in my hand. But she brought me to the doctors. I kept crying and pointing to the pen in his pocket short. My mum was like, oh, she's going to be a solicitor. She's going to make me loads of money. And then when I told her I wanted to be an artist, oh, her jaw dropped. She was like, oh, you're going to be living with me till you're ancient. You'll never make money till you're dead. <laughs> One day I'll be an artist. I will rise up with the dawn. Mix colours for my canvas Through the silence of the morning And painter's light Portrait artist Tara Kearns grew up in Dublin's north inner city. I think I was always just fascinated by faces, copying magazines and facial expressions. And eyes, I was always doodling eyes. Even in school I decided a notebook because I feel like that's how you get a, a great expression of emotion through a person's eyes. And even if you're painting someone that you don't know, you feel like you know them afterwards because you've, you've studied their face so much. I'd say I'm an expressionist. Old art teachers have said I have fights with the canvas because I just love the texture of paint. I love when you can see the brush strokes, when you can see every mark that's made. I think there was an old quote about Rembrandt. You could pick his, his portrait paintings up by the nose. There was that much paint on them. And you definitely could do that with mine as well. Like there's layers and layers and layers. I painted a lot of people from Sheriff Street. When I was starting off, I'd be painting people for 20, 30 euro. You know, I wanted to go out with my friends the weekend when I was a teenager. I think I painted nearly everybody's baby and nanny at one stage. <laughs> like, And I think that's a very important thing with portraiture. It's a way of immortalising a person. I think that's why, why it was such a big deal in the past. And a lot of the wealthy people wanted their, their portraits painted for the generations afterwards to see. My childhood dreams of exhibitions. Painting old haggard faces with loads of lines. I think as an artist it gives you uh, loads of freedom to walk with light and shadow. Portraits tell stories. That's why I love painting people from the inner city. They're very witty, they're very kind and they're very proud to be where they're from. They've had hard lives. I think that shows on your face as well. Like my mad say, oh, I have more lines on my face than the M50. Despite the support of her community, Tara's still waiting for someone to sit for her in Sheriff Street. I would love to be able to have a sitter and to spend hours with somebody in front of me. But I know Peyton, my family, I couldn't do it. It'll be, I need a smoke break. Oh, my legs are killing me. I'll give a look. I know, I'll fix this, fix that. And they'd annoy me. Because if somebody started annoying, like, you're not doing this right now. And I'd be like, it's not finished yet. Shut up. You know, fair play to them in the Renaissance. They were able to keep the sitter quiet. <laughs> They're usually on edge. You know, they're usually a bit tense, self-conscious. You know, who, who loves having their being scrutinised? For Belfast painter Gareth Reed, his speciality is working with sitters. You know, I'm trying to get them to be themselves. You know, sit here, look over here, left a bit, five degrees this way, pick up your hands, put them down again. Usually they get so bored that they stop being self-conscious. <laughs> 
If you look like yourself, you look good. It's such a strange thing to do, you know, you're sitting, you're staring at them, like, intently, could be three hours or something, so that, you know, I've had people, younger sitters, try to smile for the entire time, like, I think that the smile is going to fade after about 15 minutes and still going after half an hour and it's just looking, just pained. Starry, starry night Paint your palette blue and grey The longer I work on something where you can start to feel the presence of them in the space. Years ago I did a picture of my granny and I was quite emotional at the end of it because she was starting to kind of exist in the, in the drawing. Slightly wary, slightly knowing, slightly cheeky. You're really trying to convey a little, like a subtle look of something going on with the sitter, something going on in their head. If it's an expression that can last, you kind of feel like there's time elapsing, you know, time can be passing. Having won Sky's Portrait Artist of the Decade, Gareth has been commissioned to paint some very famous faces, including King Charles. That, that commission was up in Clarence House in London. 20th century works of art that were just casually on the walls, Monet's and Sickert's and... You do think of yourself in a long line of all these painters that went before you. It's very surreal indeed. So much could go wrong with it. You're always worried about the kind of Winston Churchill, Graham Sutherland situation where he hated it. The portrait is a remarkable example of modern art. And then it subsequently gets, ends up getting burnt by the housemaid or whatever. I, you know, load the brush up and I'll sweep the brush. And if the line is really clean and it defines one area from another just through one mark, it connects with me. In that moment, whatever could be going on outside the studio, everything in my life is perfect. Artist Sheila Walsh is based in Waterford. She paints portraits of people from her local beach. In Tremor, we have a really big ocean community. A lot of our lives revolve around the ocean from if the tide in or out, what way is the swell going to be, what way is the weather going to be. There's a rawness in the ocean. When you come out of it, I think it has washed away a lot. Your inhibition is kind of taken away as well. So when I paint a portrait, I'm trying to capture that energy of they've been tired after a swim or two guys chatting after the surf, kind of deconstructing what just happened. It's their bond. So it's more about emotion and connection. It's tribal. It's like they have salt water in their blood. Sheila says inspiration can hit her at any time. After our swim, my son was having a shower and he was opposite me. How it initially started was he had a luminous yellow swimming hat and the contrast of the luminous yellow against these really awful brown tiles. I thought, wow, that could be a really cool colour contrast. He hums a lot all the time, even going to sleep. He loves classical music. Tchaikovsky, Overture 1812, I think. This was the one that he was humming in the shower that day. And the next minute I could see the music swirling in the shower beside him, like it's caught like in a tornado. With that image, I don't know how much longer he'll not be self-conscious about that. I suppose I needed to capture that nearly for me. I'm trying to capture a moment. While their nearest and dearest often bring the most inspiration, they can also be the worst critics. Well, some people look for miracles. Like I remember with me Aunt Josie, and I painted her, and I thought I got her on point. And my ma agreed, oh yeah, that's Josie. She was like, that doesn't look nothing like me. This is the photo I want you to paint to me. And the photo she sent to me was filtered to bits. 
She was completely 2D, not a wrinkle or a shade on her face. I was like, I can't paint that. Well, I think that's a beautiful one to paint me. And <laughs> stuff like that, you can get into trouble with it. And they're like, right, I'm painting her a bit too honest here and she's gonna go mad. Josie 100% thought she was the Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have named you. You're so like the lady with a mystic smile. I'm sure Josie looks much better than the Mona Lisa. She from Old Queen reporting there.